Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Preach, care, preach. We're Rashad. We are the prophets. Here in the episode, another sermon coming at you from 12 Ounce Sports, uh, I Radio, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you can find us. Welcome to the show. What's going on, Rashad, man? Man, it's been a, a good week, man. Cinco de Mayo. Everybody was back out having Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, man. You get Taco Tuesday and Cinco de Mayo on the same day, man. You can't. You can't beat that. Then, of course, you know, we got we one hour away from the NFL schedule launch. Man, you got UFC coming back this Saturday, man. So, you know, we're not getting back to normal, but, you know, we're we're starting to see things kind of, you know, start to shake out a little bit as far as potential sporting events and stuff kind of start to happen again. So, excited about that. I was about to say, at least it gives us something. Like, we, I know, like you said, it's, it's all about the – Trying to find our way back to normalcy, trying to find our way back to getting everything right, and hey, this is this is the step. Trying to get the NFL schedule out uh, next hour. Uh, you you got you got people signing here. The draft happening, man. It just it just come on something, you know, something to hold on to. Oh yeah, man. It's you know it it's like it's been a long time, which is you know I think they said like 50, 60 days since the last NBA game was played. So it's been a while since we had basketball. Of course, no March Madness, but. At least other sports like UFC, where you can kind of limit the, you know, you won't have a crowd, but you can kind of limit the amount of people who you can have in a confined space. As far as all right, the two fighters, a ref, your your coach, your your cut man, stuff like that. So you can kind of limit that to, um, you know, some of the state guidelines of what's going on. As far as you know, no more than X amount of people in a certain area. So that's pretty good. And of course, the NFL is saying they're going to start reopening some facilities as well as as well as the NBA. So. We're starting to get some some good signs of stuff coming back, man. I'm I'm intrigued to see what happens and if we even get basketball. But um, schedule launch an hour, man. Let's see who has that early bye week, that late bye week. Uh, you know, there's all those little kinks that come with the schedule. No international games this year. Facts. <clears throat> um, did you did you see? All right, so we are now on camera. Did you did you see the uh, the Super Bowl move the New York Jets made signing? Your Hall of Famer, he's not mine, uh, Frank Gore, uh, 40-year-old prehistoric dinosaur heading to the Jets. Yeah, when they said they wanted to limit Bell's carries, I thought they were going to go out and make a, a move. But they went and got Freeman, Frank Gore. And so, something. I'm like, like Frank Gore, I mean, I guess. I guess. I, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, he's not a guy I ever considered top five in the league as far as best running backs in the game or nothing right. like that. You know, he'll get into the Hall of Fame just off pure longevity because he's so high up on the rushing yards list. But, I mean, I, again, I guess. <laughs> Hashtag Hall of Good. That's my boy. Hall of Good. Hey, we, 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 need, we need something like that. Um, in, in lieu of the uh, NFL drafts uh, coming out, the, the schedule, uh, you know, I had to make, make me a new purchase. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to 47 brand. You know the brand. We, that's what we all go with, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I see you got the Phoenix Suns on. Uh, new oh, yeah, new cop. Shout I out, see you. Shout, shout out, D book. 
Hey, dude, hey, I had, and then I had to go make some more purchases, man. You know, when you when you had the coupons, you just gotta keep going. Shout out to the game cause had to get that all black fitted. And then you know, hey, had to bring Vermont, Catamounts, you know what I'm saying? Vermont. American <laughs> East, stand up. I was like, represent that represent that Northeast, boy. I'm trying to tell you, man. We we there. Uh, but no, for the, uh to get to get them going to the show, uh first man, we gotta talk about these these quarterbacks and and most specifically the the backup quarterback. So Cam Newton just came out today and said he will listen to being the backup. He finally it's like when do you when when do you come to your senses and say, all right, I'm a bet on myself. I'm just gonna go into the league and I'm, I'm gonna go to this team, be the backup, and when my time come, my time come. And you put out an article this uh, what two couple days ago about about the best spots for him. Uh, you, I think you named Pittsburgh. You named Seattle. Um, Raiders, um, who is your name? And, Fal- and Falcons. And Falcons, if someone have the Matt Ryan. Right. So it's kind of like, I feel like those moves, well, I'll say the Falcons, Seattle, and and um, who uh, C- uh, Seattle Falcons, and what other one? Um, not the Raiders. Raiders, and, St- Raiders uh, and Steelers. Steelers. Those three, Steelers, Falcons, and Seattle. I feel like those are the the quarterback get hurt, I can come save the day type of situation. For the Raiders where I feel like he can go in there and take the job. Um and if I was him, I know they probably won't do it because they paid Mariota and they got Derek Carr. But those situations he needs to find. So maybe not Atlanta and Pittsburgh, and because of you know because of that for for him. But if he can find, I don't know, go go to uh, name a team who got a quarterback that you uh, Jack Jacksonville. Who even though I like Gardner Minshew, you go there, Minshew struggle. They're gonna call for Cam Newton's name. Like you you need you need to go in, be the backup. Don't say nothing. Cause they go eventually the media and the people they're gonna put you there and you're gonna be the starter at some point. Man, you couldn't even Cam with his name and his brand. He can't even go to the Falcons unless it's an injury because right people go people people ride Matt Ryan so hard. I'm like the dude that's been one of the healthiest QBs in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's worked with less than stellar offensive lines and defenses most of his career. But when when things are kind of up to par, he can get you, you know. 10, you know, 10 and 6, but right. I mean, my gosh, like, you don't have to, you know, <laughs> people just be right. Everything you have is, is Matt Ryan fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's always it's always Matt Ryan hey, fault. So, if you lose, Cam, if you lose 54 to 20, uh, 48, Matt Ryan. Man, so, you, so, so, Cam, unless Matt Ryan was to get hurt, Cam couldn't go there because he's a Georgia native. He went to high school in, in Atlanta. You know, I think he went to Westlake. So, you know, if he was on the Falcons, just like outright sign with them, mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be turmoil from day one because people as soon as, as soon as it's week two, man, <laughs> put put Cam in like bro, y'all are ridiculous, right? Man. So you're right. At, at least at least a spot like Steelers, Mike Tomlin, he'll be dead. And that big Ben's out guy, we rolling with it. Or UNC Seattle, Pete Carroll, he'll dead. That y'all know rusty guy, we rolling with right. it. Something like that, but uh, <laughs> Jack Jacks or New England. Falcons, oh, they'll be calling Cam name immediately. Even charges like with Tyrod and Herbert, they'll let Cam try to hey, leapfrog for real, them. For real, hey, for real though. And, and, and that's the thing about quarterbacks. Like, all right, so we know Cam Newton probably is is not a he is a top thirty two quarterback. We do we we both will get agree on that. So we know he should be a starter somewhere probably. But like, it's, it's really all the, the 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 COVID stuff and not being able to do physicals, not even having to do the workouts. You know, all that is playing into a role why he's why he's still available. Uh, in the free agency market, so let's go, let's let's talk about the, t- the guys who are on teams. Um, and some, something about Ken before we move on too, like it's it's the injury stuff, and plus it's just bad market timing because this is a year where so many guys change teams, and right. then on top of that, you had what's considered three top guys get drafted, so that mm-hmm. kind of eliminated some jobs. But if you think about, let's look at like potentially next year. It'll be eight to ten jobs open because now you'll still have potentially the Patriots job. What if Breeze retires? What if Raider retires? What if Ben retires? What if Rivers retires? So that's already five spots right there, and it's only two, three high-end prospects coming out next year in, you know, Fields and Lawrence. So, you know, and then what if the the Bears job will be open again next year? Uh, The Jazz will be open again next year. So, you know, yeah, yeah, even Lions. So I think, you know, it's just a bad market – 
bad market timing combined with injury and stuff like that. But, right. you know, n- next year you can even see guys like Andy Dalton get a start spot again just because it will be eight to ten jobs open up. Right. So we, we, we listed our top ten back of quarterbacks. Uh, Rashad had his list. I had mine. So, yes, we do have a little different variations. So, but in, in our combined efforts, uh, we this is, this is our top ten back of quarterbacks ranks. And we can get into why we have them where we have them. So, number one, Andy Dalton on the Cowboys signed a one-year deal, uh, not too, like maybe a couple of days ago, um, staying home in Texas. Uh, he went to TCU, so he get a backup deck. Prescott, uh, number two, Case Keenum. Um, he worked with Kevin Stefanski before. Number three, Jameis Winston. We talked about that last week with Ross Jackson, who who came on a show. Shout out to him. Um, he go there for on a one-year deal. Uh, we got Tyrod Taylor slash Justin Herbert because in the last like ten years, if you're a first-round draft pick. You usually start at some point, so we don't know when when that time comes. But Tyrod Taylor was starting over Baker Mayfield for about three to four weeks, and then Baker took over. Uh, number five, we got Jacoby Brissett. He was a starter last year. Phillip Rivers is uh, signed, and now he's taking over that. Uh, number six, we got Fitzpatrick and uh, Tua Tagovailoa. So that's the same reason as the Chargers. At some point, Tua will start, and Ryan Fitzpatrick has shown the ability to come off the bench and, and make a spark. That's why they call him Fitz Magic. See, Fitz Magic, the top twenty quarterback. Right, Fitzpatrick, you know, he, he ranged about 21 to 34. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, um, he, he, he <laughs> has some up and down years. He, he can be a 10 and 6 guy one year, take him to the playoffs, then the next year, or shoot in week nine or so, he may throw four picks. Like, <laughs> you gotta go, you gotta go in and bench him. Like that, that year, uh, Aaron kept going back and forth between him and James. Like they both couldn't get right. Um, number seven, we got Nick Foles. Um, the reason why we didn't do a slash of biscuit, I, I, I'll let you go and say, you know, your, your reason why you said that, why why Nick Foles probably won't start off. Yeah, I don't think Foles will start because the Bears have already said we're going to go with Trubisky for the most part. I mean, they, they declined his fifth-year option, so it's kind of like a prove-it year. Right. So they're kind, they're kind of going all in on him. And then the second part of that is you Foles has never started an entire season, so I don't think you want to – risk putting Foles in to start the year and then he gets hurt and now you got to bring in Trubisky who you know his, his confidence will be shot you know you can't say this is the guy all these years drafted him this high declined his fifth year option then you know in camp Foles beat him out or you just say hey Foles is the starter and then now after week seven or eight Foles goes down and you put Mitch in I don't think he'll have I'm not saying he's not a strong-minded guy but I don't think that that's conducive to him being productive, having to come in and follow Foles for like the next seven, eight weeks of the season, I don't think that'll be good for his psyche. Right, and I think this: if if we make it a top ten list, and and let's say we thought Foles was, was a starter from week one, I don't think Trubisky makes my top ten. No. Nah. <laughs> well, uh, well, bar- well, barely. He, he'll probably barely get on the, on the back end I, around I, I might. around like around like that RG three Brian Hoyer ish because like he he over Mariota. I, I don't Mario. know, but Marcus Trashyota might be better than Trubisky. Bro. I don't and, know. And then, and then, uh, I mean, Chase Daniels out there, but he, Chase, you know, Chase, Dan- Chase Daniels is a good backup because he don't say nothing that you know he has no threat to take over the starting job. There's no threat. Um, number eight, we have Brian Hoyer. Uh, we 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 know this can be a guy who probably could come in and actually start for the Patriots this year, um, but they're gonna roll with Jared Stidham. I would too. Go with the young guy. Um, Steed. <laughs> number nine, Kyle Allen. Uh, started for Car- started for Cam Newton uh, when he got hurt last year in Carolina. Ron Rivera, connection base. That's why he in Washington. He can run the offense if Haskins struggle. And then Robert Griffin, the third, who I believe if Lamar Jackson was to go down, yes, we don't want Lamar Jackson to go down. But with the roster that they have, you might not be as dynamic. You won't be fourteen and two, but can you be eleven and five or ten and six? Who knows? I mean, you got a great running game, good offensive line, good defense. Or the three can 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 get you. He 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 can get you eight wins, and your defense can do the rest to get you the two or three more you need. So, I think Roger, Robert Griffin he could be higher on his list, but I feel like because of the like the starter to him is such a big drop off. That's kind of why I've had him a little lower. No, I had him at like nine or ten too, just because the biggest thing with the RG three thing is if Lamar was to go down, Madden curse is real. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the offense wouldn't change much because they, they're basically the same type of guys. So, I mean, yeah. um, great Roman, um, you know, they wouldn't they – they can run the same schemes and same playbook. You know, you would just have to 
know, get adjusted to this guy's timing and throwing the ball and stuff which, like which, that. Which it shouldn't be that much adjustment. Yeah. I mean, Tyrod, so, Kaepernick, Lamar, Robert Griffin, they all have the same kind of skill set when you talk about yeah. running and throwing. Yeah, so it wouldn't be a big adjustment in my opinion. So that's why I think the Ravens could still be successful if, uh, you know, RG3 stepped in. And just some notable guys we left off. We didn't put A.J. McCarron. We didn't put uh, Flacco's unsigned. So, no, we didn't put Joe Flacco. People. Taysom no, Hill. Boy, oh, no. <laughs> I don't even think he a QB. Uh, of, course we, of course, we didn't put Cam Newton because he's a free agent. Right. Um, and we damn sure wouldn't put Mason Rudolph with no Devin Hodges. Heck, no. <laughs> hey, no, you, you're not lying about that. I, I didn't even – honestly, that didn't even come across my head. I would have put – I mean, whoever Minnesota backup is, I, I mean, I think it's um, shit, I couldn't even tell you. Like that's that's, uh, I think it was what's the guy who used to play for the Rams uh, a couple years ago. Uh, that's the backup for the Vikings. Um, I don't know who the backup for the Falcons either. Like yeah, we left, yeah, we left off. We left off Blake Bortles, uh, Matt Moore, <laughs> just just a few names that people want to you know may think should be on the list, but they aren't. Right. We left off Mariota, mediocre. I'm sorry, trash Yoda. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of guys we left off because. They're just not a top ten backup, honestly. Right. Um. So a lot of uh, a lot of. All right. So people kind of say like, "Oh, why do you have Winston at three over, and he's better than Andy Dalton?" Or uh, why is Case Keenum so high? Uh, a lot of people flack about Jacoby Brissett. Um. You know why he's so low? So kind of one of the reasons why like they they are valuable and where they rank are where they rank. So Dalton, let's 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 keep in mind that he was a guy with an impressive track record as a starter. And we're talking about a backup quarterback. We want somebody who, who won. And this is why it's going to be hard for Cam Newton to be a backup because of the persona, the ego that he has, that he's a superstar. So the media is going to make him a superstar no matter what. Right? So I think him, a lot of guys like him, like, like just like Melo. Um, so Dalton is number one because he, he's low maintenance. Uh, I, I think, and I think having that as a backup quarterback is probably the best thing. You don't want somebody who's getting all the attention, which is why – I still believe to this day that that's why Colin Kaepernick never got the job. Even though we we can point to we can point to the criticism of everything about that situation, but we talked about the football side. The media would have been too much in in the room, and that's probably why a, a good reason why he didn't get the backup job. This is why you see Dalton's and Case Keenum's always get a lot of jobs, or those guys like, and Nick Foles. Those guys get always get jobs because they're low maintenance. And when they come in the game, I like, imagine Andy Dalton, who on this list I would say has the best has the best uh, weapons around them. I mean, you can argue the Saints. You can also argue the um, uh, also argue the um, Chargers. But I think Cowboys with CeeDee Lamb there now with Cooper, Gallup, and, of course, Zeke, who, I mean, you can top five, top six back in the game, the old line. Dak gets hurt, who he hasn't got hurt before, so knock on wood. But don't come in, I don't think your chances of making the playoffs or, or making the Super Bowl diminish. Yeah, I mean – well, I have Dalton number one, not because he's low maintenance. I think Andy is still a capable starter in the league. So that's why I right. think he's number one. Um, in the event that was to go down, Dalton could step in, still get you nine, 10, maybe even 11 wins because the, the team is stacked at almost every position with talent. So uh, Dalton is, I mean, I was looking at like his first five years when they were making the playoffs and they had talent surrounding him. Do won 50 games, and uh, his INTs were a little bit high, but, you know, for the most part, he was a, uh, a stout quarterback. And if you look at his first four years compared to Dak right now, they're all they're eerily similar. Both 40 wins. Uh, they've thrown the ball about the same amount of time. Dak is just more efficient, you know, completing almost 66 compared to 62, uh, 1,000 more yards, two less TDs, but – the interceptions are basically almost in half, 66 to 36. So, right. I mean, if you look at stuff like that, Dak is a more efficient Andy Dalton, just with also with a higher ceiling because he runs the ball. But Dalton being on the Cowboys is just a good insurance policy. Um, he can push Dak, you know, in the quarterback room to help him learn some stuff because when you're around 9, 10 years in the league, you've seen different things, different coverages. So, you know, let's just say Dalton's picking up the McCarthy playbook faster than Dak is. He can kind of help coach Dak along. And he's already came out and said Dak is the starter. Right, so right. There's, there's he, no he's not even yeah. yeah, he's not even competing for the job. It's nothing like that. He's he knows what he's there to do. Mm-hmm. And if they need him, he can he, step he's in. Ready. So right. 
So, so to me, that's why Andy's number one because he's still, depending upon what team it is, he's a, a capable starter. Right, and I think that goes the same for for the next two guys, like Case Keenum and James Winston. Yes, Case Keenum, you 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 might not view him as the, you know the 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 greatest quarterback, and oh, Winston's better. I mean, it, probably so. But let's let's look at who he got. So this is this is the same offense coordinator he had when he went thirteen and three with the Minnesota Vikings, led the team to a championship game. Um, so can he do it? And it's and it's all about what's around you. Uh, Cleveland Browns. I mean. Can they can they bring it back with OBJ Landry and you got Chubb and Cream Hunt? The offensive line is built, and we talk about this all the time. Like Cleveland Browns had maybe at least an A offseason when it comes to fixing your needs and trying to find the value in guys. And you know, with Miles Garrett back, there's a ward another year. Like Baker, if Baker Mayfield, well, first let me ask you this: Do you do you think Baker Mayfield? Oh, the percentage of think do you think he could be a bust? Because it's okay. pretty high because, because like, yeah, because he, the, the, he don't he don't have the leadership qualities to be a quarterback, like or for franchise quarterback should I say? And it's like we know Case Keenum has that ability. Like he might not have the talent of these other guys, but the IQ, um, everything else, like he he's he's on point with it. And I don't know, I don't think Baker or Case Keenum is that big of a difference on this team. Yeah, like I'm gonna bring up something that was kind of going crazy on Twitter. Uh, Dan Orlowski was saying, like, you know, if you put the recent quarterbacks in a draft, he would still take Sam Darnold number one out of, you know, the last two, three drafts. Mm. I think if Sam Darnold was the guy taken by the Browns, they would be in a way better position than they are than with Baker. And this is coming from a guy who I, I like Baker. I have him in a lot of fantasy leagues, dynasty leagues, all kinds of stuff. So, time to trade. <laughs> so, like, coming into, you know, this past year, just knowing that he's a – from college, he was an accurate guy. Mm. You have Landry and Odell. I believe in his upside, but he regressed from year one to year two, whether that's because of locker room issues, Freddie Kitchens, coaching style, things like that. He did regress. So I think going into year three with another new coach, I mean, you've already been through Hugh, Freddie, and now Stefanski, that's increasing his bus potential. No matter you know how talented you think he is, his bust potential is starting to increase by all these changes with the roster. Um, but I think the Browns would be in a better position if they had Darnold, but you can't go back and redo what, you, what you've already done. So you do have Baker now. If something happens with Baker, you have Keenum, who has the fans against his QB coach in Minnesota. They they have a good track record. So at least with what Stefanski is trying to accomplish, something I said about Dawson, at least he can help coach Baker along with right. the – terminology, knowing what's open, what's not open, how to look certain things off and stuff like that. Exactly. Um, and, and a lot of flack on this uh, on the Jacoby Brissett situation. Um, what, are you, what are your views on Jacoby? Because to me, I, I thought he got the chance. And I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see anything that sparked the, oh, he can be a franchise quarterback. I didn't see anything that said, uh, let's pay the man, which, you know, that's why he got the 15 million to beat. That was insurance for them to at least they have a guy if they had to. Uh, but we heard about the rumors about them going to drive a quarterback, and then they obviously signed Phillip Rivers. But it's it's kind of like, can you really give him a fair assessment for what he had? I mean, he got one of the best offensive lines in the league. Um, the running game, I mean, Marlon Matt was pretty good last year. You, now you add Jonathan Taylor, that would be crazy. But we know we know the Colts didn't have the receiving core like uh, Andy Dalton would have coming in or – a case Keenan would have, or even Jameis Winston when you have uh, Michael Thomas and Kamara. So he, he's a guy that's going to have T.Y., maybe, <laughs> if he's healthy. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? So, like, so <laughs> <laughs> you never know what on T.Y. was. I'm trying to tell you. Uh, but it's kind of it's like, all right, so is, is it a fair assessment that, that, I, that I'm knocking him down because I don't think he can be that. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't trust Jacoby. If my starter go down, I really don't trust him that much to come in and, and go to work. Um, I feel like, you know, obviously the 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 Kyle Allens and the Bryant Horrors, I know I, I do trust Jacoby more than them because I think he got more of a skill level. But, like, a Nick Foles, like, who would you rather have? And we, when we got him five and seven, but it's like a, a bear Nick Foles versus an eagle Nick Foles was two totally different things, right? So um, is, is that fair for Jacoby or is it kind of like, I mean, a lot of people talking about something. We had, him, we had him way too low. He should be above Andy Dalton, and he's our number one. Yeah, I remember last year, um, 
we were having a discussion about some teams, you know, are they real, are they not, and stuff like that. I think we, I think it was with Rudy. Shout out Rudy. Um, shout out Sweet the League as well. So I know we were talking about Jacoby then, and I wasn't really high on him. Like, I don't think he's a – he's like Nick Foles. He's not a 16-game starter. That's just not what he – it's not what he is. He's not a franchise quarterback. But the Colts did the right thing once Luck retired, you know, out of nowhere. Mm. You had to keep your insurance policy of, all right, two years, giving whatever guaranteed money he needs. And to me, last year, early on, you know, Jacoby played fairly well. Uh, lost a close one against the Chargers. Um, I think he was like 190 yards, two touchdowns. But he lost a close game against the Chargers. And then they went and played uh, Tennessee, the Falcons. He played pretty good in those games. They won those. And then a little while after that, he kind of started to slowly dip a little bit as far as, you know, completion percentage-wise. And you know, he was going to like the lower 60s, the 50s, a few games. So, you know, he's not really a guy that can win you a shootout. Right. We know that. I mean, then as far as like game managing, he can do that, but only to a certain you- extent. Right. So, you know, if you tell me I got Rivers for 12 games, I need Jacoby to come in and do my last four and then get me a wild-card playoff win, I'll take that. For about four to six, seven games, I can handle Jacoby. But for like a whole season, I couldn't do it. I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, I just – he's kind of – It's like it's like saying to Nick Foles, like if you're yeah. going to give me – Three to five weeks of Nick Foles. He he can win the Super Bowl. With, 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 <laughs> yeah, with, 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 with Doug Peterson, with Matt Nagy, he, I'll take that. He might win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I <laughs> had Jack win the division last year. No one dang on way. This man never finished the doggone season. Hey, but, you know, you know, funny. I, I was, you know what? You, you just said something. That was, a, that was the terrible bet I placed on the Jaguars last year. Thinking that <laughs> Nick, Nick Foles can't finish sixteen games. What was I thinking? Oh my god! I'm just giving like, away I, money. I, I think his I think his max is like ten. Like I think regular season his max is like ten. Then if you combine like a few playoff games, I think he's still at like eleven or twelve. So Man, he, that's that's a that's a terrible bet by me. That's hey, you know Scott Van Pelt. Bad bets by me. <laughs> 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 that's, that's ridiculous. Why did I do that? It doesn't make any sense. Um. I mean, yeah. So I, I think all these, all these quarterbacks, like they're gonna be so valuable. And even wherever, wherever Cam Newton lands, it's, it's kind of like at some point, at some point, we know a starter's gonna go down. I mean, how many seasons where, where they don't? We have, we saw Rivers go down last, not uh, Rivers, uh, Big Ben go down last year. We've seen uh, Nick Foles go down. We've seen Breeze go down. So you know, at some point, it's going to happen. Somebody, Jimmy G, ACL two years ago. Somebody. And if you realize these, these top team guys that we have, somebody's gonna come in and step in. And can you sink or swim? And and, and that's going that's going to be the the underlying of your team was was around them. And you know, can they can they do enough? Yeah, I think out of thirty two teams, we know for sure there's one team that won't sign Cam, and that's the Redskins. Ron Rivera will not waste no. his second chance. No, <laughs> no. And I don't understand why. I mean, and and you talk about the QB market, like that's perfect. Like if you getting if you given a second chance in life. No matter what it is, sports, like uh, job, if you're getting a second chance, you're not going to do the same mistakes you did. And calling, I'm not calling Cam Newton a mistake because he 15 and one one season MVP. But it's like outlier. <laughs> fair enough, <laughs> fair enough. But it's like it's like I'm not going to go through that again because I got fired. You know, like, like it's not it's, the Panthers. The Panthers weren't even that bad. Now, granted, it was more about the owner coming in and stuff like that. But but you you talk about I'm not going to waste my second chance on the same guy again. Like. You going like that's this why this why like you see backups go places like Dalton going to Jaguars wouldn't surprise me, but it's Dalton with Jay Gruden, Jay, Jay Gruden right, yeah. connection. That's a connection base. We we seen well, that's why Nick Foles with the Bears because Nick Matt, Foles right Matt Nagy with you know, with uh, the um with Doug Peterson. So we seen we seen connections, but nobody's going to risk their life and say I'm going I'm over here. I had you for ten years. Come on back. It's not gonna happen. No, it doesn't happen like that. And I'm not sure why people don't realize that. That's why when the Redskins made a trade, they went and got Allen, not Cam, because he's <laughs> right. he, he he's low maintenance and, and he's, not, he's saw, not my guy. That's and then Ron Ron saw that all right, the few games they had together, they were competitive for the most part in Carolina. They were competitive. So at yeah. least now you have that illusion where this guy isn't going to drum up you know, the community <laughs> of, of like a Cam and say, forget Haskins, we want Cam and I, Allen won't drum up that kind of 
you know, media attention. It'll be, okay, well, both guys can go into camp. Let's see what happens with the, the QB job. Does Haskins win it? Does Allen win it? Let's see what happens. And when Haskins does win it, if he has to get pulled, you got Allen who can come in. And do it, right. And, and, and do a few things because Rivera's stable defense. When you got that beast, Chase Young, and some other guys on that defense, they'll keep teams, you know, relatively under 25, 26 points. So if you can just put up, you know, about 21, 23, 24 yourself, you can probably win you a couple games and get to about 6 and 10, 8 and 8, depending upon how your schedule falls. Oh, yeah, Chase Young. Coming. Um, so speaking of schedule, so it's already rumored about a couple games so far. First off, this as things change, other things stay the same like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. The way the rumors are set off for week one, you talk about can't miss CTV, Tampa Bay going to New Orleans. We had Texas playing Kansas City, Green Bay playing Minnesota, and that's just all week one rumors so far. Like, man, I already got my popcorn popping, drinks pouring. Like, I'm ready. Like, and yes, the schedule will come out um, in, in 30 minutes. So we we gonna find out where everybody play and when you play somebody. How much would the COVID affect when you play certain teams? Because you know if you if you're playing. You know how the schedule works. Like Minnesota plays at Tampa Bay at New Orleans. They're probably gonna have that back-to-back weeks, so that way they don't have to travel and go back and forth and get you know get infected by the virus or whatever like that. So that's gonna be interesting to see. Um, no international games. It's kind of sad for the people over there in Brit- um, London um, because they they don't get to see their uh, their Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> this year um, with every building sorry team they got now. But either way. Stuff, stuff you're excited for this year, man. Uh, you know, for something you may have seen that, that was projected to be to be a, a game. Yeah, you know, week one that's gonna be. They always try to make sure week one, you know, is a is a big one. I and then we, it. yeah, and then we know, you know, over the last couple of years they've started to put divisional games on like week sixteen, week week seventeen, so you guys can't start resting. Like the season still means something towards the end. Right. So, of course, that week one Brady Breeze is gonna be a. Highly tied matchup. You got two of the top ten ever. Of course, the GOAT and Brady. Um, but to me, that matchup is kind of losing some luster because, you know, if they don't really get a full training camp of OTAs in. Fair enough. You know, both of them are in their 40s, man. I understand, you know, Breeze has been in his situation way longer. So, mm-hmm. you know, he don't have to get that much familiarity. But, you know, Brady with new coach, new weapons, all you can do is, you know, watch tape and you going, you sneaking in gym, trying to work out, all that kind of stuff, man. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not sure how much chemistry or familiarity he'll have with his guy. So, but again, with everybody in the same situation, so I guess it won't be that bad, but it's kind of losing a little bit of luster to me, but I think it still could be a good game. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty interested in, uh, to see, you know, to see what are the frequent matchups because, and, and also what are the schedule losses? Those always happen every single year. You can find where, um, back to backs. You go, you go play at Seattle. Now you got to play at at Rams, and you know it's like okay, well that's bullcrap. Because <laughs> like now when you go home, you got your division opponent. So you know it's all it's all stuff like that. You, you're gonna you're gonna have those up and downs. Um, who has the easy schedule toward the back end, front end? Your surprise team last year, the Fort Niners, had a, a easy schedule. Um, toward, was it toward the back or toward the front? No, in the, in the it front, was the front. In the front. Yeah, and, then, and then it was kind yeah, of hard. Their, their, first, their first eight and nine were, you know, people were penciling in. I think I had them like eight and nine and no, and then the last, uh, you know, last couple of them, they it's were getting of, right. Seattle twice and teams like that. And then you got the, the Jets last year who we said, man, they might go 0 and 8. And then you're like, well, they might go, they might finish eight and eight because that's how bad this, you know, yep. this, this, the thing was. I think they would finish with seven and nine last year. So it's, it's pretty close. Uh, so we're going to see that. But all right, so I kind of want to ask you this: No matter what the schedule shows, um, like no matter no matter when they play somebody, what what time, the over, the over underlines came out for a couple teams uh, for the whole league, whatever. So, what team? Give me give, give me give me a team or two that you're going to you're, you're going to take the over no matter what. 
Well, I'm taking the over, and I'm going ahead and saying they're my surprise team this year already. Denver Broncos. Okay. I believe I believe in Drew Locke, Judy, Sutton, Fant, Gordon Lindsay, uh Fangio, a second year with that defense. I think they could be pretty good. So um I'm looking at Denver probably getting ten wins and they're implementing the wild card, the seventh team. I, I got Denver as a wild card team because we know Kansas City taking that division. I, I about to say it's, it's the so the line is seven and a half. I got this from CBS Sports. And you said they might get ten. I like it. We're gonna we're gonna see the schedule. And, I mean, obviously we can take take stuff back because, like I said, this it's kind of like no matter what you're gonna take that seven and a half. Um, for me, if I'm taking an over, uh, I'm take. You know what? It's it's six, and I think that's kind of too low. Not not too low, but for when they're coming off of, and that's the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. <laughs> I, I knew it. I'm taking that over. Like this team tried to tank last year and won five games. So imagine the second year where they're going to buy into the system. You find, you got your quarterback for the future. You brought in weapons. You brought the defense in. You brought pieces now. You got a, a, one of the best uh, secondaries in the game when you brought Xavier Howard and you got uh, Byron Jones Byron and Jones. you got a first-round draft pick. Oh, what's, my, what's my boy name? Noah uh, from Auburn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you got, so you good. Like, the Dolphins, man, six? That's all you're going to give me? I'm putting my money on the line. I, I'm putting the money out there. I don't man. care. Dolphins could be the they, team that could win a division. They man, might because, win eleven games, twelve. Because I you look, care. I mean, we all trust Bill, but you got to still think about what are what are the Pats putting out their roster wise this year, especially at QB, and then uh, Bills, your, your team from last year, they will not speak up on anybody this year. I right. like, I like Bills, I like Bills too. Yeah, I like Bills. <laughs> what, what, what they what they did draft wise, I like getting Diggs and giving Josh Allen a one two with Diggs and John Brown. I like that. Of course, we like Singletary. Um, you a big Sean McDermott fan, so you know it's like, right. But the only thing about it is they they want surprise teams how mm-hmm. they did last year. So I think they can still win nine games, but that division could be a tight race coming down to the end. Um, all they gave and, me was six. Yeah, take you got to take that. Take yeah, like a team that was tanking got six. Uh, a team that's not tanking anymore, added vets and weapons, you got to take the over on that. Gotcha. Um, and, and one one more I like, I like the Colts too, man. Because I don't, the, again, the Titans, they won't catch anybody off guard. The Texans made a whole lot of changes, but O'Brien is known to have a high floor and high ceiling of nine and seven. And then you have the Jags with, uh, what you gonna do, brother? Minshew Mania down there. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do if Minshew Mania runs wild on you, running to that top pick in the draft? What are they doing? Thanks. Uh, Most so I think the, I think the Colts can beat their over as well. So Denver and the Colts would be my two safest bets, along with your Miami Dolphins. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you time to look about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you, no matter what the schedule is, what's the team that can take the under, right? So I'm gonna give you time to look at that. But for me, my second Patriots. team. Patriots. Oh, what is, what is the Patriots over? Nine? Nine? nine, nine, nine or nine and a half. Ah, uh, it's like it's like do you, it's like how much do we tr- how how much of knowing what you know about Bill Belichick? How much do you say I don't care? I'm all in. Like we <laughs> like even if Tom Brady was down, eleven game, eleven yeah, wins. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah, I, yeah. The Patriots they're they're open. They're they're at about like nine nine and a half. I think so. Even if it's eight and a half, I still don't think that that's pretty tough, man. Because hey, they're the truth, man. Their division got better, man. So you're right, the you're Patriots, right, right. the the Patriots are a team that yeah, it's not un, with, with, with so much uncertainty. I can't just lock them in and say they're going to clear their over. Uh, you're right. You're right. Um, I'm a, another team I got over before I give you my under. Uh, the Chargers, uh, seven, seven and a oh, half. Oh yeah, we going all AFC. AFC with, but we AFC over here now, Team AFC. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think seven and a half. What they did, I think. This team can be a top five defense. Um, I, 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 they, I think they had the blueprint for a rookie scale quarterback. Like even a, even if Herbert comes in, and I don't think Ter- Herbert that guy, but even if Herbert comes in or Tyrod Taylor doesn't matter. Um, can they can they do enough? I think they can with that defense and the weapons. I mean, we gonna see the schedule, but seven and a half. This t- this team year before was twelve and four had a bad season this year. They have always been up and down, so I think this this could be an up year. And even if it's even if it's an average year, that's eight and eight. That's better than seven and a half. So <laughs> I'll take that bet. Um, man, I I I gotta get NFC some love real quick, man. They have 
the Carolina Panthers, CBS Sports, we're looking at. They had the Panthers at five and a half. I'm I'll take, take. I'll take. What are you over, doing? Man. You taking over? I'm. I'm taking the under. On, I, on Panthers five and a half. On Panthers, I think Panthers is the worst team in the NFC. Like I think it's Redskins. Like, all right. So we we talked about this when the draft started, right? Remember I said it. I said whoever they draft at seven is a top five player on the team. Like, Nate. All right, so we got because like McCaffrey, I mean, I, more. Yeah, like I want, I want to take up too much time on. I'm not supposed to get to too, man. But you got Teddy who won't lose you games. He's not gonna win you with either. That's the thing. Yeah, McCaffrey can but win like, either. McCaffrey can win you the game. But his hands. like uh, offensively, Teddy, DJ Moore, Samuel McCaffrey. Now I would hesitate to take that that over because <laughs> one injury. Oh, they over. Oh, they 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 are done, and the defense is basically patchwork right now. So that's why I can see why they are at five and a half right, because yeah, yeah. They, they 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 can't stop anybody. You lost Keekly, Olsen, like all your vets are out of there. So new rookie head coach, but I just feel like man, five and a half is kind of low. I, I just I just think that if but the division is what's gonna kill them, right? But it's like it's like everywhere Matt Rule has gone that first year, struggle. <laughs> and that's my that's my that's, that's my argument for that one. Um, before we go on commercial break, uh, we kind of want to uh, just just uh, shout, not shout out, but uh, pay respects to the Don Shula family in the sports world. Uh, he 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 died at the age of, I think ninety. Ninety, yeah. Ninety. So Don Shula, man, you talking about one of the greatest coaches in my opinion. He got the most wins of all time. Um, he's he's been he's been he he battled. He was a top a top coach in every era, like from sixty to the all the way to the to the ninety. So uh, Don Shula, uh, R.I.P. Um, so, man, as somebody who likes the Patriots, man, he has the only undefeated season in NFL history, man. Only undefeated season. So we're going, we're going to uh, do a moment of silence, and then we're going to head into head into a commercial break. All right, man, we back. Um, we're gonna get into a segment called "Pass or Shoot." We've done it before. Basketball talk. We know we we know uh, pass. We're not messing with this particular topic. Shoot, we believe it to be true. Um, so I, I kind of want to. All right, here we go. Anthony Davis in a, in in a, in a general manager take. Anthony Davis, you would take him over Dirk Nowitzki. Oh yeah, man, that was a crazy debate we had on Twitter too, man. Like, I'm 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 a, I like okay, we know. Greatness mm-hmm. is defined by skill set and your accolades, what you accomplished on the court. Mm-hmm. So we know what we know, of course, in the annals of history, at this point, Dirk is greater than Anthony Davis. But when you're talking about as a GM point of view, um, you know, talent, what they can do skill set wise, all that kind of stuff, how to build around them, I'm leaning AD. I get 25 and 11. He can pass. Mm-hmm. I mean, a phenomenal defender. He gets you about two blocks a game, three blocks a game. Self-guard a pick and roll. Um, of course, people going to say, oh, he's always injured. I mean, well, that's technically not true because he's played about 80-something percent of his games, 82, I think, maybe something yeah, like that. 82, 83%, yeah. Yeah, so technically he's not always injured because this past season he was shut down because of the trade rumors. And right. really only two other years, maybe three, he kind of had like some knickknacks stuff that kind of made him miss some games. But for me, if I'm a GM, you give me the pick, they're on the board, I'll take Anthony Davis every time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Um, the Lakers' Anthony Davis is, ha- is having a better season than any Dirk Nowitzki has ever had, including the MVP season. And a lot of people want to say about uh, winning and, and, and leadership. So I'm gonna shoot this all the way because I believe Andy Davis is a better player than Dirk Nowitzki. Um, you can like like you mentioned the, the Davis gonna give me 25 points, um, and he gonna give me top notch defense. And when you talk about winning and losing, okay, you you really can only compare. You only you only can compare when when the stuff makes sense. Like you can compare Kemba versus Kyrie, Charlotte and Cleveland before LeBron got there because of the stages. How far can each go individually uh, as the guy? And Andy Davis got drafted to the Pelicans, who just what sold their team not too long ago, uh, but before he got there. New Orleans is a is a football team. Uh, a football owner runs the basketball team. Like they don't they don't have 
obviously there's a reason why the Saints are good and, and the Pelicans are not. Like they they don't they don't have that that cachet in the NBA yet. Um, then then you talk about ownership. Is Mark Cuban not a top three, maybe number one owner in the league? And and what he's done, he's he's a he's a billionaire for a reason. He's a he's a one of the brilliant minds in 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 anything. Like that's how he got his money. Like from what I think about computers or some something, something he did. Um, at Shark Tank and all this stuff, like he he make a great investment. So he so you put you bring that to the basketball court. I mean, going to franchises where you have everything around you. He had Jason Kidd. He had Steve Nash. Uh, Michael Finley, who who was a dog at shooting guard. He he always had a a, a good center next to him. Or well, not good, but I'd say like a a defender center who can who can rebound, dunk, stuff like that. Do the dirty work for Dirk Nowitzki. Always has uh, he had Sean Marion one time. He had Josh Howard. Like these are guys that. Or do the dirty work. He didn't have to do it. And with Davis, he never had that. He had the the time he had Boogie Cousins. They was in the playoffs, and Boogie got hurt, and they still swept somebody. Uh, the Drew Holiday was on the rise. If, if, if Drew Holiday and Boogie could stay together and not be not get hurt, we're talking about the Pelicans being one of the best teams in the NBA because because of Davis, because of Holiday, because of Boogie. When you don't have that, it's hard to be the guy, especially when you're a power forward. So I'm shooting all day long, man. Give me Anthony Davis. Yeah, something else that you kind of – you mentioned all of it, but another thing, too, is the, the the draft picks. I mean, the Pelicans, they weren't hitting on draft Nothing. picks like that. They weren't they weren't hitting on trade, stuff like that. The Mark Cuban had – Donnie Nelson as a GM. You had Rick Carlisle as your coach. You had Avery Johnson as your coach. You know, uh, Don Nelson as your coach. Dirk has had great coaches. You mentioned great teammates, Devin Harris, Roddy Bobawa, Marion, Tyson Chandler, all those guys throughout his career and hypothetically I mean we're, we're kind of going to hypothetical but if Nash isn't on the mask with Dirk Dirk probably flames out because they both have said Nash was key in Dirk's transition from Germany to the pros like right. as far as like just, just having a friend a confidant somebody to help you you know with the English and get around and do stuff like that so if if Dirk let's, let's say Dirk is drafted to New Orleans and AD's drafted to Dallas. I don't think Dirk's career goes how, how it goes. Oh, definitely not. Not not especially not being a guy because New Orleans, you need a guy who do everything. That's why Zion's gonna be great because he can do everything. Uh, Dirk, one side of the ball. Hey, I, I, I'm a value the two way star every time, every time. And then just just the culture of the city too, like the Dallas culture, New Orleans culture. That that, totally that plays a part in your success too. Totally different, right? Um, shoot a pass on this one. Giannis would be a Golden State Warrior. Hey, before we even get into the Giannis thing, man, hey, dude was hacked hey, today. Hey, somebody told him up today. <laughs> they told him up today. Man said Chris man. Middleton trash. <laughs> man, some, they were on him bad. Like, the, hey. man, those those tweets, and you had access to his uh, bank account and everything. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Giannis, hey. Sorry, Giannis. <laughs> but, but look, but when they get caught, when they're going to be in oh, trouble, they done. Done. trouble. Done. What? Done. But I, I don't believe he'll be a warrior, though. I don't I don't believe that. I'm not buying that. Um, the main reason is I don't see what the trade package is. Of course, everybody thinks Warriors get number one pick. But people forgetting this is not the NFL. They have a lottery. There's not a guarantee <laughs> they get the number one pick. Right. So, I mean, they could get the third pick. Do the Bucks really want the third pick? You know? If you do get the third pick, what you gonna do with it? I don't it? know what he's gonna get. Like, yeah, do you want Lamella Ball? Do you want Edwards? Do you want Wiseman? Then, of course, since you're not first, you can't dictate the board. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of that is like, again, what is the trade package? Because you're not gonna because, give me Clay. Because like, <laughs> you you gotta put together two contracts because Giannis gonna want to sign or do a, a max sign and trade. Right. So now, okay, do you get? Draymond and Clay, Draymond and Wiggins, Clay and Wiggins. Like, what do you get? Because I don't think you want to put Draymond and Giannis together on the Warriors because neither one of them can shoot. shoot. Hey, and you not <laughs> and, and, and as a buck, if we're not gonna, if we're not gonna uh like play, if we're not, if I can't go get a bucket with somebody, we are gonna outshoot you with Clay Thompson and Middleton on the side, and let's let's say Lamelo Ball is a point guard. Like, we gonna we gonna outshoot y'all. So you not you're not gonna trade Clay to me if I'm if I'm thinking of a Bucks <laughs> GM. Like, you're not gonna trade Clay. So why would I want Draymond? And then it's like, why why would you want Wiggins and Draymond together? Because all you're doing now is taking. Still can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, 
And like then Wiggins gonna be out of position then because now you got to move Middleton from the three to the two or Wiggins. To, you got to do something with all of that unless you're gonna say, all right, Wiggins, you sick man. We're gonna go draft Anthony Edwards to play our two in the backcourt with Brock. Then they, and then like what happened with Bledsoe? So like it's just I don't even see a trade being worked out with all of that. Ain't no trade. Out passing, passing all day long. They can talk about Giannis all they want. I'm going to tell you right now. Giannis is not going to save you. You already got saved once. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the light-skinned brothers over there. Shout out to them. And Draymond, I'm looking at y'all. Kevin Durant already saved you once. You don't get two saves in life. You, you, don't, you don't get it again. That, you, your, your career cannot be predicated around having a better superstar on your team and having them to, to get you championships. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't do it. Don't do I mean, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of like you can What what, what could be the what could be the organization that would potentially land Giannis? Because like the Heat have that winning pedigree with Pat Riley. You know, well, like at least that that culture already in place with right. Dwayne Wade stuff like that. So that's why LeBron took that leap. KD wanted to play with guys who could complement his game more. The Warriors were on the rise. Steve Kerr, good pedigree. In in twenty in what 20, that was twenty sixteen twenty seventeen of course they know the last decade or so has been dominated by technology so KD goes to the Bay Area where all the tech stuff is so he saw the team aspect and the brand aspect so he went there I'm trying to think of who could be the next team like where would Giannis want to see himself like yeah see himself going as like all right I can go build my brand here like is it a Dallas with Porzingis and Doncic or I don't think like, it, it. I, I think yeah. I think I see this this thing that people are missing. This is this, like is it a is it a Houston? Like I'm I'm trying to see like what, Giannis, what's the place he he can want to put his stamp on his brand. Look at history. What is Giannis? He's from Greece, European basketball. Name name the players who who are great from you from Europe or whatever country they're from that leaves the team that's built around them. Dirt. No, they, they, they about dirt. dirt. Tony Parker. Even those, those even even Tony, even Tony Kukoc, who was part of the offense, he not he's not going to leave Chicago. Like he going back. If he leaves, he's going back. Uh, Jokic in Denver, he's not he's never going to leave Denver. Uh, we talk we talk about Giannis. Like Paul Gasol, he only left because he went to a better situation with Kobe, and he was going to stay there forever until you know. Obviously, Chris Paul. That's a different story, you know. But you get what I'm saying. Like it's it's hard for a team. To build around an international player, and they and they lead the team voluntarily, should I say? Yeah, like European guys, you know, it's just a culture thing. Like those European guys, they're pretty loyal to where they go. Exactly. They they spent their whole time playing for their country and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, we forgot Mark Gasol. He he, right. he was gonna stay. He was gonna stay in Memphis forever. Well, I'm saying it, it, got, it gotta be voluntarily. He he's not gonna leave on yeah, his like, own. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, they gotta get they gotta get traded. Like you said, Powell went from Memphis to Lakers. He would have stayed there for and then traded. At least went to, <laughs> yeah, you know. So he got a chance to go play for the Spurs for a little bit. You know, got some money on the back end and stuff like that. But yeah, those guys, they don't, they don't, you leave. know, yeah, and, like he, he, like Rubio. He got traded. It's like if you don't get traded, you're not gonna go sign somewhere else. And on top, of, like you, you see guys like the you know the the uh, the Bellinelli's go back and forth for a lot because he's not the team not built around him. We've seen um Mitchell go back. Because he won the ball, he can't. He's not good enough. So you know, we've seen stuff like that. Uh, and then one thing that you want to also want to point to um, is, uh, damn, I just had it. I'm taking my tongue. Oh, Eunice, best player to go to finals. Like we talked about, the Warriors said they can get a chance because you know he might not make the finals. Blah blah. All I see is LeBron make it, no matter what. Kawhi made it because he's the best player in the East. And now Giannis. I mean, whether whether you say Boston can beat him, Sixers can beat him, I gotta see it happen. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ride I'm gonna ride with the best player in the East. Yeah, for the most part, the if you're the best player in the East, you're gonna make the finals. I mean, and that's kind of been proven over the last twenty years because <laughs> Jordan, you know, because uh, you know <laughs> those late those nineties, Mike was the, the man. He they won all throughout the nineties, two thousand. Look at look, look at bird. those years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bird, and then the. Um, the pit, the bad boy Pistons. Then you had the Moses and Dr. J years, and then you look at like those two thousands. It kind of seemed like a revolving door, but it really wasn't because the Pistons were always the roadblock because they kept their team consistent. Right. So, but they were beaten by the team that had the better player, D Wade, LeBron, right. And then of course though the, the Celtics were another just another better team, and, and then you had that happen. You had that year Dwight Howard was a MVP candidate. Right. 
And then, of course, it's LeBron, 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 LeBron King LeBron, James. LeBron. We, we are witnessing whatever, whatever we're going to call you. Whatever we're going to call right, you. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the, the Kawhi one. Uh, AI made it those those years. The next man, Jason Kidd, the best player in the East. So, you know, it's always the best player in the East. And then you have those few outliers where it's the best team, like that. That uh, the two years the Pistons made it in the Celtics, but that's pretty much it. Right. We said we said Kawhi. So right now is it's Giannis just had the like, best record in the league. He he could run the East if he wanted to. Like th- this whole notion about they may have they may they, uh, the Warriors got a chance because they might not make the finals. You just making that up? I mean, you don't know. <laughs> like I, I, if I'm a betting man, I'm gonna take the. There's <laughs> a reason why they 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 got the most what the the odds are most against them because they're the favorites. So. I don't know. I, I'm passing all that all day long. Um, yeah, hopefully, Kevin Durant does not try to come back during this COVID stuff. KD, please rest your Achilles <laughs> and come back for the next season. Right. Don't don't do don't, it this yeah. time, man. Don't do, yeah, I don't exactly. I don't want to see you go out bad and get hurt, man. I'm trying to see you back <laughs> tw- 25, 27. I could get it buckets. Um. All right. So a, l- a little bit of last dance talk with the last six four minutes we got left. Uh. So they they showed they showed the ninety three series. Uh, Phoenix versus the Bulls, and we talked about how, like, you know, it big shots from Paxson. Uh, Barkley said they wasn't ready game one. Dan Riley out of getting cooked. For whatever reason, Michael Jordan thought because Krause liked him that that means he's close to Michael Jordan. I don't, I don't know. I feel, I feel like Jordan made it his own his own uh, anger. <laughs> but anyway. Um, Got to. Pat, go. <laughs> yeah. Pat, pass or shoot? Suns win game seven. If Paxson misses in Game Six, no, because it shouldn't even got where it got to because they already had the lead, and if that other game didn't go to freaking overtime, they could have probably got swept. So I mean, it depends on how you look at it, but no, nah, the the series shouldn't even went how it went. They were up two nothing, and they really should have won the third game. It went to a couple overtime, so if they win the third game. Of course, in the fourth game, I think they would, and they'd have been so you know so down emotionally, they wouldn't even been up for the game. So. I mean, the Bulls would have got them out there in four or five, but it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to win on the road. No, nah, the, the series shouldn't even been how it how it was. I mean, it shouldn't even got the six. So if so, you saying game seven because Pax? Let's, let's just hypothetical. Paxson misses. Oh, he open. He missed. You know. Oh, Suns win the, well, game six. We heading in game seven. Uh, the three peat where they, they won game what five the first time, won six against the Blazers. Here we are, Game Seven, with the MVP Charles Barkley versus at the time the best player in the game, Michael Jordan. Game Seven, but you gotta think, a team like the Suns, who, you know, they, they, they Dan Marley's not no Mike Stopper. Mike is just too good. No, hey, I bro, you got you Mike. got you got man. the Suns hat on right now because you know Charles Barkley would have been a champion in Game Seven. Man, <laughs> just, man. Mike. Mike Mike would have died shooting the ball. You, you see it. You, you, you see it in a game six. He, he kept shooting, trying to win the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I get Charlie Barkley would have went crazy though. Like he would have put on a show to to, to t- take it from Michael because like like you said, he said if you lose to Michael, he's gonna let you hit the end of it. <laughs> he gonna he gonna he gonna let you hit it. He won't let you hit. It. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I feel like a lot of a lot of moments in, in that last dance. You're like, dang, the Knicks was up two zero. And they that's two two. Come on, you got a chance to go beat the Jordan, beat Jordan, and you can't do it. Can't close. And I mean, they they left they left Paxson open for a reason. I mean, he's a shooter, but it's like, I mean, if it ain't Jordan, we got a chance. So I mean, I mean, but it, it happens all the time. I look at what happened yeah. this past year. Bucks up to nothing, wrap the storm back. So you know, it it happens, man. Like those teams gotta be able to close. And then uh, Charles, uh, I think Charles Smith couldn't even make the layup. They were they were harassing the heck out of him down there. Bet, for the Knicks, <laughs> better better shot, real quick. Pa- uh, better shot. Paxson, game six, ninety three, or Ray Allen when he uh with Chris Bosh to Ray Allen for the three to to force a game seven. Oh, uh, Paxson's the better shot. I mean, people are gonna say Ray Allen because of what happened, but I mean, the Paxson shot actually won the game. See, the Ray, I, I was the, the, too, yeah, 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 like the, the Ray Allen shot. It it took. Whew, it took man. Do you know how it, 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 man, if, if, if if you do a simulation a thousand times, you would that outcome only happened at one time. Like <laughs> the the way the rebound came, came off, off right, right, right to Bosch, him. Yeah, Bosch get it, 
Ray Allen back pills at that speed to get just enough behind the line. Just, yeah, catch yeah, it, yeah. To catch, to catch it right in the pocket and get the <laughs> shot off and nail it. Swish? Oh, man. You can see my like a thousand times. It only happened that one time. That's funny. That's funny. All right. Well, the NFL schedule is getting ready to be released. They have a, they have a three-hour show, I guess, that started at 6, going to 8. I hope they ain't starting at 8. That's 11 o'clock. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, that's it for Preach Care Preach We're Rashad, we are the Prophets And we catch y'all next week Now High City, let's go Broncos <laughs> I'm going to place my bet right now <laughs>